With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grade Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. You guys can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddock. This is our, can't even believe it, week 10 waiver wire show here on the network. Every Tuesday, I run through all of the top waiver wire options. And last week was awesome for the waiver wire. We had a bunch of running backs. We had some wide receivers who were widely available. Uh, probably the last week you're going to be able to get Pat Fryermuth off the waivers uh, was was actually maybe even two weeks ago. But we, we've had lots of guys. And unfortunately, this really is, um, it's really just a, a brutal week for the waiver wire. I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. So uh, what we always do is we run through the high priority positions, the running backs and the wide receivers, then take a look at tight end. And then if you need streaming quarterbacks, we go through those as well. So the running back position, um, you know, the the high owned guys, these are not going to be available in the FFPC main event, but uh, Devin Singletary, if he's out there, Zach Moss did get banged up. Sonny Michelle, if he's out there, he started to play more. Uh, Jordan Howard, if he's out there, he scored three touchdowns over the last two weeks, averaged 4.4 yards per carry, and the Eagles have just been running the ball a ton. Miles Sanders is going to be out for at least one more week. Uh, Both of the Seahawks running backs, both Alex Collins and Rashad Penny, those guys are 43% and 10% rostered in Yahoo leagues. They need to be added. Mark Ingram definitely needs to be added. He had 14 touches in week nine after eight touches in his first game back with the Saints. I think he looks um, like a very strong waiver wire ad. But of course, you guys who are playing in really competitive leagues, the NFC, the FFPC, those guys are already rostered. However, this is where we get into guys who might be available Uh, Ramondre Stevenson looked incredible, 12 touches, 106 yards. However, both he and Damian Harris left the game with possible concussions. We've not gotten a status update on those guys as of Tuesday morning. If those guys are out, J.J. Taylor is a 100% must-add guy against the Cleveland Browns. He's probably the number one running back waiver wire add this week in FFPC and on the NFC. Also, Brandon Bolden, he's been picked up in a ton of leagues, you know, in these these higher stakes leagues. But again, your 12-team home leagues, he's going to be more widely available. He played 47% of the snaps against Carolina. I, I would anticipate him having a larger role this week. The interesting guy, though, it's got to be Eno Benjamin. Uh, He's probably the most interesting guy of the week. He basically got his first meaningful action as an NFL player last week. Nine carries, 39 yards with a touchdown. Uh, He played 17 snaps with Chase Edmonds out. James Conner had uh, basically his biggest workload um, in in a long time where he played 77% of the snaps, had 21 carries and five targets. 
Now you could say because there was an in-game injury, it's harder to reconfigure things on the fly, especially since they were playing with their backup quarterback and maybe Eno Benjamin and James Conner and to enter into a larger timeshare in the upcoming weeks. The team plays Carolina, Seattle, and Chicago. They're going to be favored in all of those games, probably uh, favored by at least four points in all of those games if Kyler Murray is quarterbacking for the Cardinals. I am comfortable spending a lot on Eno. Um, you know, I think 20, 30% of your remaining fab in competitive leagues, uh, in 12 team home leagues with 16 or 18 roster spots, probably more like 10 to 15%. But of course, you know, if anything were to happen to Connor, who has battled a fair number of injuries in his career, you know, Benjamin is going to be a fantastic, a fantastic ad. And I am really prioritizing him as an ad this week. If you don't know anything about him, he was a really good prospect coming out of Arizona State. Uh, 4 5 40, 208 pounds, uh, was, was really productive in college, which we, we always loved, you know, so he, he caught a ton of passes when he was at um, Arizona State, which is also something that we like. His uh, sophomore season, 300 rushes, 1,600 yards, 35 receptions, 18 total touchdowns. His junior season, 253 rushes, 1,000 yards, 42 receptions, 12 total touchdowns. He, he was a really good prospect and is a guy who we would expect to be comfortable uh, shouldering a real load and is a, a better fit for the passing down work than James Conner would be. So I, I think I think Eno is actually a really strong ad, uh, and I'm really into adding him this week. Um, Donta Foreman looked better than Adrian Peterson. He only played 12 snaps, but he is, you know, he's he's a young guy. He's 25 years old, 26 years old, and Adrian Peterson is 36. And I, I just don't anticipate Peterson's role growing. Uh, it would be, and, and maybe that's wrong, right? And I, I get guys like Adrian Peterson wrong all the time. Guys who are older, guys who are not very explosive, but coaches tend to like them. But Foreman is a guy that I picked up a lot last week and I'm again uh, picking up again this week. Um, and then, you know, some some other guys here like Derek Gore, uh, Le'Veon Bell for the Ravens. You know, some of those guys are, um, you know, decent, decent ads. But the, the, the running back position to me, I think, is headlined by any available Patriots running back. So whether it be Stevenson, whether it be Bolden whether it be J.J. Taylor, all of those guys are the top available ads. And then Eno Benjamin is the guy I'm making the largest effort to get on my teams. So moving now to the wide receiver position, again, sort of a, a weird week. Um, if Elijah Moore has been dropped in any of your leagues, I definitely think this is the um, this is the type the time of year to start adding these rookie wide receivers. Elijah Moore played his second highest snap share since week two against the Colts. He played 60% of the snaps. He was targeted eight times, caught seven of them, 84 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he, he had gotten a rushing attempt in each of the two games before that. And what do we know about rookies? They tend to start the year slow and end the year strong. In fact, uh, this is a great Adam Harstad tweet, but rookies are the only players who consistently score more fantasy points per game in the second half of the season than the beginning of the season. So Elijah Moore definitely needs to be added. Van Jefferson needs to be added in every single league uh, with the injuries and the kind of the fact that Sean McVay really just does not trust any of his other players. Jefferson is, is an every down player. He's played 94%, 84%, and 96% of the snaps. 
for the Los Angeles Rams the last three weeks. He is uh, running a ton of routes. He is gaining um, a bunch of targets. And I, I think he is a, a fantasy starter for pretty much the rest of the season. They have a bunch of good matchups, the 49ers, the Packers, the Jaguars, uh, the Seahawks, and the Vikings in the back half of the season. And the Rams are trying to get Matthew Stafford MVP. They are trying to win the division. They're only seven and two right now. So they to, to lock down the number one seed, they are going to have to be gunning for it for the rest of the year. He definitely needs to be added. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, I've talked about him a ton on this show. He is going to be the, uh, I, I think he is going to score more fantasy points the rest of the way than Jarvis Landry. He is just simply a better player. He is the only team's deep threat. He has three touchdowns on eight targets over his last two games uh, coming off of that groin injury. I, I just, I cannot say enough about Donovan Peoples-Jones as a player. I think he is fantastic, needs to be owned in every 12-team league. We have some fringe guys here, Tim Patrick, Jamal Agnew. If Michael Gallup, you know, if anyone rage dropped him last week, he should be picked up. I, I, I think he is going to be back this week, though it feels like I say that every single week on the show. If he's not back, Cedric Wilson played the most snaps of any Dallas wide receiver in their loss to the Broncos. He played 82% of the snaps. He was targeted five times. He scored that long touchdown in that game against Minnesota. He is, uh, I both. so if Gallup is out, I think Wilson, you can even maybe start him this week against Atlanta. Um, and then if Gallup is back, I do think he will probably rank as a fantasy starter as well. Um, some other tertiary guys here, Russell Gage, Deshaun Jackson signing with the Las Vegas Raiders. We have Zach Pascal, who just, I mean, he plays 90% of the snaps when T.Y. Hilton is out. Um, if Odell Beckham got dropped in, in the year leagues, by the way, I would be putting in some bids on him, just hoping that he signs uh, you know, in, in a good spot. And then Deontay Harris for the Saints, he's got 15 targets the last two weeks with Trevor Simeon starting, and he's really good after the catch. I'd be worried about his role if Taysom starts, but, you know, we just don't have any, uh, you know, we just don't have any clarity on that. It's not a great week on the waiver wire, but definitely Elijah Moore, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Van Jefferson are all pretty good ads. And then also Jamal Agnew, um, you know, I, I mentioned his name earlier, but he does just have a really good role in this offense, six, 12, and five targets the last three weeks. They play at Indianapolis, home to San Francisco, home to Atlanta. Those are all matchups where we actually think, um, you know, the team might be able to move the ball a little bit. The tight end position, uh, Logan Thomas was dropped in your league after his four-week absence, and then the Washington football team bye. He is returning to practice, and we would anticipate he's basically going to return to the role he had before. You guys know about Pat Fryermuth. I think he might be a top 10 tight end the rest of the way. He needs to be owned. Uh, Dan Arnold needs to be owned. Uh, if Albert Okuwe-Bugnam was not added in your league last week, if uh, our guy Noah Fant is not back this week, Okuwe-Bugnam had a great role against Dallas. He played 81% of the snaps. He was targeted five times. That was tied uh, with Jerry Judy for, and Tim Patrick for second on the team. Seems to have a, a very good role. Um, and then Adam Troutman with Juwan Johnson out last week had uh, a much more interesting role. He played 88% of the snaps, but he saw his most targets of the season with seven. In fact, the games where he's had the most targets this year, 
came in the two games that Trevor Simeon played, right, against Tampa and against Atlanta. He's got 13 targets the last two weeks. He probably needs to be added in especially tight end premium formats. Cole Komet is finally earning targets inside of this Bears offense. I think he's been dropped in lots of um, home leagues, but he has six, six, and eight targets on uh, on average over an 85% snap share the last few weeks. I, and, and by the way, FFPC main event stuff, Jimmy Graham, 18 snaps, three targets, but one of those coming in the end zone. I hate to be the guy touting dusty old Jimmy Graham, but you know, uh, what, uh, what can you do? And then the Packers tight end situation, pretty interesting to try to figure out. Does not sound like Rodgers is going to play against Seattle. He just did the Pat McAfee show again and said, um, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to play this week, but Deguerra has four targets the last two weeks, not playing a ton of snaps, only about 25% of the snaps, but he is just much more of a natural receiving tight end than Mercedes Lewis or Dominique Daphne. Uh, Daphne, who has three targets in two years of his NFL career, he really is just a blocker only. So Deguerra, if you are, uh, if you are, if you're real desperate, I do think he is maybe worth a, a small add. And then if, uh, so the Justin Fields is on by this week, uh, Joe Burrow is on by this week and Daniel Jones is on by this week. If you are trying to fill in for them, uh, we have Teddy Bridgewater who's playing against the Eagles this week. Their, their defense has not been great. Uh, Jimmy G should see 40 plus passing attempts this week against the Rams. Same thing for Taylor Heineke, uh, which if you remember Taylor Heineke against the, uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs, uh, really gave them, really gave them, um, some trouble, but that, uh, that is really about it at the quarterback position. Also, if you have a really good team, and you're not great at quarterback, you know, if you've been streaming quarterback, might be a good time to add fields, might be a good time to add Trey Lance, hoping to get some of that rushing upside in the fantasy football playoffs. But by and large, not a particularly great week on the waiver wire, you know, really about maybe trying to scoop up some of those wide receivers who have been dropped, uh, trying to scoop up, you know, Benjamin and trying to scoop up some of those Patriots running backs. So that's going to do it for us here today at the Sports Great Fantasy Football Show. And we will see you back tomorrow. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.